You're listening to your favorite podcast. It's Burgers and Brats. Is a former NFL quarterback making a return? Is a team that won a championship a while ago caught cheating? Uh, you'll find all the news right here on Burgers and Brats with your hosts Braxton Poe and Matt Marks. Yeah, Matt, Colin Kaepernick looking for a return to the NFL and the Astros are caught cheating again. So, uh, welcome back. Burgers and Brats, make sure you're following us on Twitter, Instagram, Burgers Brats, and Spotify and Apple Podcasts at Burgers Brats. So, first story of the day, cooking on the grill. I'm going to start with Colin Kaepernick. So, this past Saturday... Kaepernick got to work out in Atlanta with all of the NFL, all of the Twitter world, everyone watching. Threw passes for about 40 minutes. 25 teams um, uh, showed up, and all 32 teams got film from the event. Some teams that showed up, Lions, Chiefs, Jets, Eagles, Titans, Redskins, and 49ers even showed up, his former team. Uh, Colin Kaepernick changed the venue last minute from the Atlanta to another uh, workout facility. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you saw any of the film, Matt. He looked pretty good. He After three years out of the league, he looked like he could throw the deep ball accurately. He looked fine. He looked better than half the quarterbacks in the league. You know, I didn't, I didn't see any of it, but I, I saw that, uh, you know, people said he did look really well, you know, did look good. You know, I read an article today saying that, you know, this is a publicity stunt by Kaepernick and you really have to wonder you know everyone puts the argument that he could be playing in the league he's better than these people and you know that may be the case there are some pretty bad and crappy backup quarterbacks that have gotten their time I mean bad and crappy starting quarterbacks and yeah even starting quarterbacks that's right but look it is up to the team's decision and yes Kaepernick has made himself the poster child of of, of kind of I mean because he's fighting for he's fighting for the cause you know he he's fighting for brutality and, and racial injustice and so you know that is his cause he's believing in and it has because of the light and what is going on in our country that has kind of pushed everyone uh, away from him but a lot of people saying this is a publicity stunt because you look at what has happened in the last couple of years you know there's been lawsuits with the NFL he and Roger Goodell do not you know get along and the article I read and I believe it was the ESPN article um, you know said you know is this them trying to you know a, a bridge between the NFL and Colin Kaepernick but even now you know with what happened he had to move locations because the NFL didn't hold up to his promise that doesn't sound like a bridge at all so people saying this is a publicity stunt um, it I, can be because he's trying to get in the NFL. Well, well yeah, like, I, but look, point. I don't think he's going to win this one. I don't think he is going to get back in the NFL unless a team is super desperate. I don't think he's going to be a quarterback again in the NFL. I, I really don't. Half these teams are desperate. Some teams that I read off, Lions, uh, when Matthew Stafford's contract is up in 2022. I mean, why not bring him but, in? Okay, he's not okay but you say you, when Stafford is contract up in 2022. They might him first. Well, they, they, they might, but look, then they'll go and – go through the draft and find someone in the next that year or two. Hope. That's only worked with a few teams. Um, the Jets, Sam Donald's not looking good. Redskins, um, well, Redskins doesn't look good. Yeah, Haskins has not looked good Chicago at all. Chicago just benched Trubisky um, for Chase Daniel. Tennessee benched Mariota. Uh, Jaguars, Nick Foles didn't look too good. So, I mean, all these teams could use Colin Kaepernick as their quarterback. Denver! I want Colin Kaepernick. I do not want... An Allen, a white, tall Allen, as my quarterback. Saw them blew a 20-point lead this past Well, week. look, Brandon Allen has done well filling in that role. 
They just blew a twenty point lead, Matt. Well, a twenty. But point can you? Lead. But do you blame the offense for blowing a twenty point yes. lead? Yes. Really. You blame both sides of the ball. Really, but for blowing a they twenty put up point three lead. Three points in the second half. Well, that's true. And Minnesota has had a good defense, but in the first half, you can't blame the offense. He's looked good in the first half. Brandon Allen led them. I mean, could you imagine being up 20 against the Vikings? Look at your team, Braxton. you got to be honest. Yeah, how hard is it You were shocked. Team? You had to be shocked. I was shocked. You were shocked. But then came then back I'm to earth. They came back to earth. They blow it. Well, look, I mean, that Vikings defense finally got it together, and the Denver defense lost it. I mean, the whole Denver's just a mess right now. They're up. Brandon Allen looked good against the Browns. Yeah. That's who he looked good against. He looked terrible in the second half. He didn't look that great. They had a fumble late, so they got more points off that in the first half. But I, I want Colin. Ka- I'd rather have Colin Kaepernick as my quarterback. Here, here are some of his stats from the last season. He was in the league: sixty percent completion, sixteen touchdowns, four interceptions, and this is just in twelve games. One hundred ninety, one hundred or one hundred ninety yards passing a game, rushing, sixty-nine attempts, four hundred sixty-eight yards, and two touchdowns. See. Colin Kaepernick was also ahead of his time in the running quarterback. That wasn't that prevalent back then, but now we're seeing Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, all these running quarterbacks starting to take over the league. And Colin Kaepernick is a running quarterback, so I think he would definitely fit in in the system in the NFL right now. I I think he he's better than about, I'd say, 28 uh, backup quarterbacks right now, for sure, and better than about five quarterbacks. Look, Colin Kaepernick, I think you're right. I think he can compete. I don't think there's any question about that. But I don't see him coming back to the league. I really don't. I, I, I think the the uh, relationship between he and the NFL is, is it's just it, it's gone. It's gone. And, you know, a lot of owners don't want that. He is seen as a distraction to the team. And, you know, that's the world we live in. That, you know, yeah, he's fighting for a cause he believes in. And it's had a lot of backlash with with the NFL um, but I, I just don't see that it be I don't see it repaired I don't see anything happening and I think they'll continue to be this talk but I think his career is done I think it's over and he's not playing the NFL ever again no yeah I see it as a slim chance he gets back in a uh, bunch of owners were mad that he moved the workout mad that he was it was a short practice um, and that he didn't answer many questions after and told everyone to just go tell their owners that I'm waiting for my turn, and they've they've been blackballing him. So, I mean, it's a slim chance he gets in the NFL. I hope it happens. I think he's better than a bunch of quarterbacks out there uh, for sure. But we'll see what happens. If Melo can come back, Colin Kaepernick can come back for sure. So that's that's our two cents on that. So stay in the NFL. uh, Weekend highlights. Uh, the Chiefs escape the Chargers. Philip Rivers, is his time done, Matt? Well, seven interceptions the last two weeks. Yeah, no, I don't think it's done, but he is in. I mean, again, we've talked about this in so many episodes of Philip Rivers' interception rate. I mean, really, this guy has really struggled mightily right now. I am, is he's not done, but you saw the graphic. He is the third. Highest or third most games by a quarterback who's never won a championship or even made it to a championship game. I think it was Maybe who hasn't won a championship. Is, is, is it me? I think it might be one. Yeah, but I mean, he's in a company you, you don't want to be in, right? Um, he's not done, 
but they have not looked good. And some of the he's got some questionable throws. I mean, he just threw some prayers up there, and they didn't get answered. Yeah, he did. Uh, he did not look good at all. Uh, some other news: Saints uh, uh, come back um, after a tough loss last week without a touchdown in Rock Tampa Bay with Jameis Winston throwing four interceptions. Minnesota comes back from a twenty nothing halftime deficit. Uh, I saw a stat: teams were zero and one ninety nine or zero and ninety nine when trailing by more than twenty points at the half. Uh, Browns get feisty and win in uh, versus the Steelers on Thursday night. Cowboys outlast the Lions, thirty-five twenty-seven. Got to feel good, Matt. And Atlanta wins two straight. Uh, 49ers escape the Cardinals again, and the Pats hang on in Philly in a close win. And then Mitchell Trubisky was benched, maybe for a hip injury, maybe not. Uh, more will come out this week. So, Matt, some NFL games this week. Let's go through and pick some. So, Thursday night, Indianapolis travels to Houston. Houston, a four-point favorite. Deshaun Watson did not look good versus Baltimore um, this weekend. Put up four four points in fantasy for you. Matt, does Deshaun Watson bounce back versus Indianapolis? Well, he better be. I mean, that was kind of a shock, and that's, you know, I traded for him. Got him from you, and of course he has his worst week. I honestly think I'm the quarterback killer. Um, Mono, retirement, what else? I mean, this has been the worst. Um, yeah, he he should back, back uh, you know, he should be back. Be better. Be better, yeah. Um, Indianapolis has done well. I mean, look, this is Indianapolis is a fun team to watch. When Jacoby Brissett went down, you thought, you know, Brian Hoyer would be fine. He was the, the game that Brissett got injured. Uh, the, what the game or two after? Not great. I'm glad Brissett's back um, because he's, he's done a really good job filling in after Andrew Luck retired. I think Deshaun Watson will bounce back. I think it's going to be a close game because both teams are having good seasons, and this is a good division battle right here. Yep. Um, Carolina and New Orleans, uh, both coming off different weeks. New Orleans favored by nine and a half. Matt, who you got? Well, you know both teams. Um, you know, Carolina didn't look good no. last week. I mean, they Kyle Allen didn't look or yeah, Kyle Allen didn't look good. Um, the Saints remind me who who they who they who they, they match up with? Tampa Bay with Jameis throwing That's four interceptions. Right. That's right, they did win. Um and it was the week before they lost, right? Yep. Um you know, you gotta give it to Drew Brees just because of his being the veteran quarterback in this situation. I think the Saints will win this game. But you also got to watch out and contain McCaffrey. You let him go off, and, and then it's a whole different ball game. But, again, Drew Brees and Michael Thomas with Kamara, that's, that's deadly. Kyle Allen and McCaffrey, not so much because it's mostly McCaffrey. So I, I give the advantage to the Saints. All right, Pittsburgh travels to Cincinnati, who is winless and got their first rushing touchdown of the year. Matt? I'm going Cincy in the upset. Really? Cincinnati well, will get it done. Let me tell you, if you're Cincinnati, here's your game plan. Talk to the equipment manager. Get as many helmets as you can and peg Mason Rudolph in the head again. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, no chance. Cincinnati's still going to be looking for a win, and it's not coming against Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh wins this game. It's maybe semi-close, maybe within seven, but I'm going Steelers. I think they've, they've got, you know... Mason Rudolph's banged up. I think he's going to be angry, and they know they don't want to lose to a winless Bengals team. 
I'm going Pitt. All right. Uh, Seattle versus Philadelphia. Philadelphia, tough loss last week. Could have tied up and gone overtime with New England. But, of course, Aguilar dropped the ball. I'm going Seattle on this one. Yeah, I'm with you on Seattle. I mean, Philly's going to drop the ball again on this one. It's not even going to be close. Russell Wilson, easy win. I'm taking the Seahawks. Yeah, there's some good games this week. Uh, the next three primetime games, uh, Dallas um, at New England, America's game of the week. Does New England and Tom Brady, that offense, get it rolling against uh, Dallas and Dak? Your Dallas Cowboys, do they pull it out versus New England? Whew, that is a tough one. But I got to go my boys. Of course. Why not? I mean, it won't happen, but you've got it going. All right. Uh, prime time, Sunday night, Green Bay at San Francisco. San Francisco only one loss, but Green Bay is rolling. They've had an extra week to prepare for this. I'm going Green Bay over San Francisco. Ooh. Ooh, this is tough. Um, you know, I got to go Jimmy G. I got to go All Jimmy right. G. As good of a matchup as it's going to be, I'm going San Fran. Then we're going to pick Denver at Buffalo strictly because I'm a Denver fan. But I'm going Buffalo in the upset. Matt, Thank you're you. picking Buffalo. Yeah, of course. <laughs> All right, last game, Monday night. Baltimore, MVP, Lamar Jackson heads to the Rams. Well, Rams are, who they lose? They lost. No, they beat the Bears in primetime last week. A boring game. Uh, going Ravens. Rams haven't looked that good this year. Uh, that offense is not rolling uh, in Los Angeles. Well, it's not rolling because Jared Goff, I mean, really has not looked well. Um, yeah, I, I think you have to go Ravens as, as strong as their offense has been with Lamar. But I, I think it's going to be a close game. I really do. I think Goff will bounce back, but I think I'm going to go Ravens. All right, same there. So that's our NFL review and preview for this week. Next, moving on to On This Day in History. So some famous stuff that happened this week. 1928, Matt. Disney's Steamboat Willie released first Mickey Mouse sound cartoon. 2011, everyone's favorite band, One Direction, releases their debut album, Up All Night. 1620, Matt, tell me what happened in 1620. Uh, something historical. The Mayflower. The Mayflower, our favorite Cod. boat. <laughs> and then 1863, you know this one, right? What was that? 1863. Bloodiest battle. The Battle of Antietam? No. Dang it. It's it not. Gettysburg Address. Ah, the Gettysburg Address. Ah. Gettysburg Address. Abraham Lincoln's four score and seven years ago. So, Matt, what are some birthdays going on this week? All right. We've got uh, Sojourner Truth. Sojourner Truth. Yep. Yeah. we got James Garfield. Oh. You know. And Haram Bingham. Famous people there. Yeah, famous people. <laughs> He's the dude who discovered Machu Picchu. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I know. Good discovery. It's a, it's a bucket list item there. Good discovery. All right, so uh, that's our On This uh, Week in History. Make sure you're following us on Twitter, Instagram, at BurgersBrots, and Spotify and Apple Podcasts, at BurgersBrots. So next, our NBA news uh, this week. Braun and the Lakers put on a show for Kobe's return to the Staples Center. They beat the Hawks. 122 to 101. Danny Green had a nice putback dunk and immediately got drug tested. Did you see that, Matt? I did not. Yeah, so they drug tested him. 
uh, the following day after his massive putback dunk. Paul George returned this week, dropped 37 points in 20 minutes. Um, so do you expect uh, this Paul George to be even better than he was last year in Oklahoma City? I mean, I, I, I think so. I really do. He's been playing lights I out. I expect so. He has been. Um, one thing that I'm a little shocked about, honestly, um, and Anthony Davis and LeBron, their chemistry is working very well this year. They're looking good. Top of the West, dynamic duo right there. Championship caliber. Ooh. So uh, here are the standings, uh, East and West, one through five. Uh, for e or where's for the NBA? So Matt, we'll just go through this. Um, I'll read one through five out. Tell me like some surprises. We'll okay. Go through that. So the East, starting the East, Boston at one, Miami, Milwaukee, Toronto at four, and then Philadelphia at five. What are the surprises? Well, at first I was surprised. Remember when Philadelphia was leading the thing, and. Now it's kind of come back to earth now, my prediction. Because I think I had them that they would drop a little lower. Now, again, we're only, what, 12 games in the season or something? Yeah, not deep. So, um, honestly, I mean, it's kind of surprise you said Miami at two. I mean, and now Miami's better team, and they've got um, – Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. Tyler Hero. Yeah, and Tyler Hero. I mean, I, you know, Tyler Hero is a fun guy to, fun guy to watch. I think that would be the shock that they're all the way up at two. But not surprised with Boston leading it. And I you know, said Philadelphia would be lower. So I think everything else kind of falls in place. The whole East right now is just, I'm taken back by it. Boston at one, I thought that they'd be middle tier. I mean, it's early. Miami at two, though, is a huge shock. Milwaukee at three, thought they'd be leading it. But Toronto, the defending champs without Kawhi Leonard, are number four in the East. So... The East 1 through 5 is pretty surprising. Next, uh, go through the West. Number 1, the Lakers. Number uh, Second place, Houston um, on an 8-game winning streak. And then Denver at 3, 4, Jazz. And number 5, Matt, can you tell me this team? At number 5 in the West. Number 5 in the West. Is it Dallas? It is not. Okay. Um, we're all shocked. One, they have one of the best players shooting uh, guards in the league. Ooh. Can't think off the top of my head. The Suns. The Suns, okay. Number five. Yeah, I mean, look, it's early. Let's not give them too much because usually they're going to tank. So let's see. Yeah, kind of shocked Houston's number two, at least right now. Thought it might take them a while to get up there. But the Jazz at number four is pretty surprising, and then Suns at five for sure. Yep. So that's our NBA news for this week. Melo, um back with the Trailblazers. Are you happy to see Melo back? Yeah, sure. I mean, I still thought he was a cancer to the team, so we'll <laughs> see what happens in Portland, but they need help. So, why not, right? Yep. Why not? We're in double zero. Double zero, so double oh seven, Matt. I don't think that's the same thing, but okay. Or <laughs> seven his whole career. Wow. When two things Except happen. Denver. Yeah. Well, hmm. <laughs> okay. All right, so college football review. Uh, two is done for the year with a hip jer- hip injury, same as Bo Jackson. Uh, surgery went well. What does this mean for Bama's playoff hopes? I think they're done. I thought they were done before the injury, but now they'll probably struggle with Auburn, and I think they are out of the playoff contention. You agree, Matt? I mean, I, I don't think they'll make it. I mean, but they're still up there, so I don't. I, you know, we'll see this next game. Well, 
the the matchup the versus Auburn. Game. Sorry, the matchup versus Auburn. We'll really see. This next game doesn't count. The cupcake um, SEC team schedule every year. Uh, LSU wins in a shootout. They allow 37 points to Ole Miss. Uh, they hang 58. Oregon shuts down Arizona. They've got a, a pretty straight path to the playoff. Play Arizona State in prime time, and then Oregon State, team that's looking pretty well. Minnesota loses in Kinnick. Uh, still gets to play Wisconsin and maybe OSU in the uh, Big Ten Championship. Georgia almost blows a 21-0 lead to Auburn. They're still in the top four. The Falcons blow a 28-3 lead. I mean, no. Baylor blows a 28-3 lead versus OU. Matt, that game, that was insane. They shouldn't have been down 28-3. Jalen Hurts turns the ball over three times, almost four. Hurts finishes with 30-42, 297 yards, four touchdowns, or four, yeah, four touchdowns, three turnovers. Baylor had their way in the first half, but man, that's why the game is played for 60 minutes. And that's why they call it Sooner Magic. That that game was insane, man. I I was shocked after I left the game. I'm still shocked now. I think everyone's shocked. We're happy. But they should not have won that game, for sure. Defense stepped up, only allowing 69 point or 69 yards in the second half, forcing two turnovers. They hadn't had a turnover since September. It's about time. And then they it's had about the, time. They had their first uh, sack since Texas. About so, time. <laughs> that defense stepped up. Uh, offense stepped up well. The OU freshman receivers, they're loaded for a long time. Uh, showed what they could do without CeeDee Lamb playing. So college football rankings came out. Uh, give you 1 through 10, and we'll uh, dive into some discussion there. So 1, LSU, 2, Ohio State, 3, Clemson, 4, Georgia, 5, Alabama, uh, 6, Oregon, 7, Utah, 8, Penn State, 9, Oklahoma, and 10, Minnesota. Matt, what do you see that you don't agree with? Well, look, you know, I mean, how can you argue that the top six did not change from the previous week? In fact, maybe the top seven. I mean, was Utah seven? They were, yeah. They were, okay. I I really have no issue with any of of it. Um, You know, I I look at Minnesota and go, are they still a top ten? But, yeah, they are. I mean, they did lose to Iowa, a 6-3 and Iowa. Uh, Minnesota just couldn't put it together. They didn't look good the whole game. But I really can't argue with any of it. You know, by by the time it's all said and done, I I look at that 7-8-9 with Utah, Penn State, and Oklahoma – and that, and even Oregon at six, and something's going to change, and it's going to have to change with that team. But LSU, Ohio State, and Clemson right now are locks, and the rest, everyone's fine for that fourth spot. And right now, Georgia does earn it. Yes, they lost at home to South Carolina, but Georgia still earns it. I, I had Georgia in my top four, but I want to switch Oregon and Georgia because Oregon's been on a roll. They lost to an Auburn team. They should have won that game. They've won nine straight. Georgia lost to South Carolina at home. South Carolina lost to App State a few weeks ago at home. They are terrible. Uh, I, I think Oregon should be in the top four. I don't think Utah should be at seven. I think they should be the eight or nine range. And Penn State struggled with Indiana at home this week. So I think Oklahoma should at least be in the eight to seven range. Um, and Penn State drops. Minnesota, I see them in the top ten. 
I mean, it'll all play itself out. So, Oregon, Utah will have to play each other. L or Ohio State, Penn State play each other this week. So, it'll all play itself out uh, in the coming two weeks left of regular season football, Matt. It's going by quick. So, some games this week that we'll predict. Uh, TCU heads to Norman. Matt, do the Horn Frogs defeat OU. OU is in the Big 12 Championship with a win this weekend. Yeah, OU will win. Um, I, I just don't see much from TCU. They, they've kind of, they really have struggled. Um, yeah, they did. They did beat Tech. And Texas. Know, and Texas. Um, I, OU will win this one. I'm not worried about it. Maybe I should be. Kind of worried about it a little bit. I think OU's got it. I don't see the Horn Frogs taking one in, uh, in Norman this weekend. Alright, what about Illinois at Iowa, Iowa coming off a big win versus Minnesota. Yeah, you know this would be a a pretty uh, big uh, big win for Illinois. I mean, you know when Lovey Smith and his squad took down Ohio State, not Ohio State, sorry, Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin. Um, that was that was pretty awesome. I I I, I was going to get this one. I was going to take it against Illinois. I, I don't I don't have any like feeling like oh yeah Illinois is going to come away with this one. It would be big for them, but I, I was going to win. I mean, Illinois six and four wins over Wisconsin, Michigan State. That might be their best record in the last decade. It's been a long time, Matt. Did you see that uh, for ten straight years now, Texas has had four losses every single year? Don't get me started, but I'm, you got me started, so I'm going to say something. You said, say that again. Four losses for ten years straight. Four losses. Yes. For ten years straight. Yes, sir. So. There was a, something on Twitter, I don't know if you saw, about on a Reddit account of Texas fans that were like, you know, it, I think it's time to say goodbye to Tom Herman. You know, we need to go get someone. And then someone said, you know what? We should go get that Lincoln Riley guy. He would be so good. Like, I think we can get him. Well, first to answer him, back off. Two, no chance. And every year Texas fans say, we're back. I mean, that is is just a symbol of what Ellinger said. Sam Ellinger said, we're back after they beat Georgia. I mean, you hear that over and over, and you're like, you got to turn the sound off because just his voice kind of grates. You know, it's like nails on a chalkboard. But what are they back from? Are they back from an offseason of, like, disappointment? Are they back from... Um, you know, oh, we're back home because we just lost the game to this team. We got off the team bus. We're back home. We lost. I want to know what they're back from. Like, they keep saying we're back. Like, we're back on being embarrassed on TV. Um, we're back when when they're being back is like we're the same for the past decade. Like, this is us. That's what they should start saying. Like, we're not back. This is us. Four losses every year for the last decade. This, this team's garbage. I can't wait to see Tom Herman get fired. I don't like Tom Herman. I think he is a uh, you know a complete you know insert all, in, the bad words. In, all the bad words here because I, I think you know when he mocks he's mocked opponents. He is not sportsmanship, and yet he's so soft because every and he even got the Big Twelve to buy into. You can't do the horns down. Well, I love it when other people, other players on teams that aren't in the Big 12 will do the horns down. It is a national symbol against everyone who hates the University of Texas. It's a beautiful thing. Big 12 can't stop other conferences. Sorry. <laughs> All right, there's Matt. Two, Matt's two cents on Texas football. So, 
some other games. Utah heads to Arizona. Arizona or Utah, twenty-two and a half point favorite. Utah struggle with Utah, or Arizona at all? I don't think so. You think Utah rolls this game easily? Yeah. Oh, they should. Uh, number six, Oregon heads to Arizona State for prime time. So Oregon keep its playoff hopes alive. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, they will. I think it will be close, but I think Oregon pulls it out. But don't be surprised if Tom Herman uh, sneaks out a win. And then finally, the game we're all waiting for. Penn State at Ohio State. Matt, who wins this game? Ohio State. Easily. Chase Young returns. Justin Fields and the Heisman. I think it will be easy uh, for Ohio State to get the job done and have an undefeated season. So that's our college football picks. Matt. I know you wanted to talk about this. The Astros cheating scandals. Hopefully some bad punishments happen. So, Matt, your two cents. Take it away. Okay, well, yeah, I've got, you know, I got a lot I can talk about in baseball. But today, this one was huge. Um, so, we all know about the Astros and the disaster that's going on with them right now. We all know that uh, it has been a bad month for them with the whole PR thing that started back before the World Series, when they should be, you know, focusing on that. So it has been, uh, it has been pretty bad. Well, now MLB is going to be going through an investigation because they are, as Rob Manfred says, this is very serious, a serious matter that the Astros were caught stealing signs and doing all this stuff with, with, you know, computers and television screens and all this behind the scenes. Well, today, and I'm taking this from an article by Jeff Passan from ESPN, or passing on probably botch his name, but from ESPN. He, Manford was quoted in saying this, so he was taking a tour today of Globe Life, Globe Life, Globe Life Field. I can't talk. Oh, I'm wow. just so fired up. Oh, my. Uh, you know, the new Texas Rangers stadium. And he said today, I have no reason to believe it extends beyond the Astros at this point in time. This whole article is talking about that, you know, he calls it the most serious matter. He says it relates to the integrity of the sport. And he promised a really, really thorough investigation. From this article, saying that it, this sounds, it, he's taking this, it's severe. So if you're the Astros, who have had a ton of issues, who um, have former players now turning on them, okay, you, you've got to, I mean, they're, they're probably not thinking much of it. They're probably thinking, we're fine, we didn't do anything wrong. Or, or secretly, they're not going to find out. You know, we're gonna, it's going to be fine. We're going to get through this. But it has been a bad last month. You know, we've talked about you've ticked off. You've moved Reed Ryan into a new role. You ticked off Hall of Famer Nolan Ryan where he left the team. He said, I'm done with them. And then this investigation comes out. You have former players who are on the Astros, former opponents, or not former opponents, opponents against the Astros say, yeah, I recognize these sounds banging a trash can, whistling noises, whatever. Now look, of course you got to run an investigation, you got to look at the facts. There may they may get by this. Maybe this isn't much, but I really do think there's something there. I'm not an Astros fan. I'll be the first to admit it. So people can say, "Oh, it's just his opinion. There's a bias against him." Sure, I don't like the Astros. But there is something very shady, and the more and more I'm seeing of baseball writers write about this Astros conduct, and the commissioner of baseball, Rod Manford, saying today, you know, this is, he doesn't believe that this extends anywhere besides the Astros. Now, yeah, teams have done cheating before and stuff like this, but to take it to the point where this is coming out 
around the time that they were going to the World Series in 2017 for their first championship in franchise history. This will be interesting. And people say, well, what's the punishment? Well, they'll probably lose draft picks. They'll probably get fined. I hope the hammer comes down on this organization. Me too. I hope the hammer comes down because they don't need cheating. And the Astros, remember, they when they first, a while back, brought that scout over, and they were like, uh, you know, stealing stuff from the St. Louis Cardinals organization, and that guy got banned from baseball. The Astros have done some shady things in their past. That, look, you may say, well, that's just your opinion. You don't like him. Sure, I don't like him. But look at the facts. That guy was banned from baseball. The Astros have some shady things going on in that organization. And I think justice is about to be served. Even though, yep, you're innocent till proven guilty. Our friend Jacob Clements will tell us that a lot because, you know, he's a big Astros fan. You're right. We'll give him the doubt. There's an investigation, and they may not find anything. They may not find much. But the fact that there is an investigation, there's enough evidence there that something shady happened in that organization. Yeah, it says a lot when all these players come out, former players... Uh, opponents and all current MLB teams and players say something about this. That definitely speaks volume. So there's something definitely going on. Get rid of their championship. Let the Yankees play in the World Series from the last two years and then settle it that way. But yeah, Astros are in trouble. You know, trouble. they are. And one thing I want to mention, and we'll talk about this later in another episode, but for all our people listening, take a look at what MLB is also trying to do on restructuring minor league ballparks. They're looking at eliminating, I think, 42 minor league teams. And that has also caused an uproar to where even Congress is getting involved and possibly going to maybe try to take action against MLB. And that's something that we can get into at a later episode. But that's a big, another hot topic. MLB's got some big stories this offseason, and we'll see what happens. Should be interesting to watch. Uh, season starts back up in about, what, five months, basically. No, not even. Four months? You're looking about three months in spring training. Wow. So, we'll know our answers soon enough. So, that's our uh, MLB Astros cheating scandal segment. Uh, moving on to Burger and Brat. Who would we share a Burger and Brat with? So, I'm going with some seals, Matt. Some big old seals. So, 1969, only 100 South uh, American fur seals and lions are living on the coastline of Peru. They were hunted because of their skin and seen as a threat for fish hunters. But today, over 8,000 uh, lions and seals live along that area. So shout out to them for making a comeback. 8,000. They're up from 100, so that's a big jump in about 60 years. Matt, who you got for burger and brat? Well, you know, I always stick with baseball, it seems like. You know, and America's pastime. America's pastime. I'm sharing a burger and brought with uh, the Milwaukee Brewers. I don't know if you saw on ESPN today, um, but they're they've got some new unis now. Take a look at that. Aren't those pretty fresh? They look like the Pirates. Everyone, they all they look like the Pittsburgh Pirates. Well, they've you know they posted it, and uh, take a look at it. I, I can't show you because you're listening right now, so you're gonna have to pull it up yourself unless you can see it through the mic. <laughs> Can't see it? Okay, I tried. Take a look at them. I mean, they look fresh, and they, they're kind of kicking it back to kind of an old, uh, you know, what they say, kind of a bringing back kind of an old look, iconic look, logo. So look it up for yourself. They're pretty fresh. 
I'm ready for baseball season, Braxton. We've got talked Three a lot months. of baseball, but I'm, I'm ready for <laughs> Three months. All right, so that's our episode 49. Check back in for episode 50 coming next week. Uh, for Matt and I, thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram. What? Instagram, Twitter, at BurgersBrot. Spotify and Apple Podcasts, at BurgersBrot. Hit us up with that five-star. Thanks for listening. Take care, and hope your team wins this week.